Alright, so it's a special kind of episode dedicated to recapping the Hurricane Fiona swell that we got over here on the East Coast, specifically the Northeast. These are the kind of breakdowns I often share with Coach Evan or he with I when we're not together to, uh, you know, score as a team. Well, when that's the case, one way or the other, we always fill each other in and talk about the whole run, what boards we rode, where we surfed, you know, things like that. We do it often, but we don't always record it. Obviously, this time we did, just right before getting to our usual work of recording other things. So we hope you enjoy it, and uh, don't forget to sign up for our membership site at thesurfcontinuum.com. You'll find even more video surf content, educational value we're creating, and well, we think it's good stuff for you, and it's definitely good for us. Helps support us continue to build and develop our brand and the value we create. All right, let's get right to it. All right, uh, let's. Uh, I would love to tell you about our uh, Hurricane Fiona swell event, Coach. It was it was so fun, and I think a lot of people were a little disappointed, like it didn't live up to expectations or something like that. But honestly, I was fully stoked, and I had the right expectations. I'll talk more about that in a second. But before that, um, I'm just I'm excited to to remind our members to go check out the website. We just uh, published that video. Remember the one we did on how to know when you're getting in over your head? Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's that's live, that's on the site. We have a couple examples up of uh, uh, some of our students, friends, and people we surf around just, you know, far enough away. You can't tell exactly who it is unless you know, um, but close enough where we can really make a teachable moment of, of them and, and, and show all you out there why you may be or be around people who are doing similar things and just, you know, it's just, it was an example of knowing when you've gotten yourself in over your head and how to rein it back in and put yourself back in a spot where you can, you know, surf within your limits and surf, you know, um, in a way that makes you look good from the beach. Right. And I think a lot of, a lot of our students ask us about that. They hear us talking on the podcast so much about keep, you know, staying within your, 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 boundaries and practicing all this stuff practicing fundamental fluency on really small waves and then naturally you know you you keep going to the beach and then you see the waves start creeping up in size and you want to be a part of it Um, and there's all these questions am I ready and then these these are going to answer and and show you a few examples of if if you're not doing these things then you'll be ready and if you're still doing these things then it's it's more time in on the small stuff Right, right. Uh, and then the other the other stuff you got to go check out is that Q&A page. We had a couple good questions come in from a longtime supporter and a few other questions earlier than this that I answered myself. Uh, so there should be, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, maybe new question and answer videos. And I'm starting to realize that the Q&A videos are basically podcasts, like custom podcast episodes, you know, um, like somebody has a question and we basically just wing it and answer the question. And I really, I do make it a point to not too thoroughly think about it in advance. I don't want it to taint the the natural way I'd answer. Like I want it to be like, you stop me after I'm getting out of the water from a session and went like, Hey, how do I, like, what was one of the questions? Like, how come I'm not catching waves when I do it like this? Or how should I be turtle rolling? Cause this is the issue I'm having. And like what comes to mind immediately, because there's something to be said, I really feel about just having a natural like, you know, this is something we're talking and thinking surfing all the time, all day. So this stuff is in us to answer. And I I just think that there's a a real genuine 
and, and valuable, um, you know, uh, thing that comes from answering it just off the cuff. Yeah, the banter, you really get the, you know, the honest, the honest answer from us. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that and then the back and forth, you know, gives you time to reflect and add little points that you might have thought of originally and missed when you were making another point or something. So uh, I really I want to make sure that we're doing all our answer, you know, uh, answers to questions together, because that that's a really valuable thing. Because once I stop recording by myself, I'm always like, oh, shit, I should have said that. Right. <laughs> Um, no, some good stuff up there, peeps. We're going to keep loading you guys up with great content and, and looking for your guys' support. So pop on there and, and give us some feedback on the new stuff. Hell yeah. Um, all right, so let me get into this. I'm so excited. Uh, I, I had this new idea too, by the way. I hadn't told you this yet, but I basically started recording at home while I'm sitting at my desk um, while I'm out in the field chasing waves. I just started recording myself on video. And talking yeah. like felt so weird, but I was like, oh, I want to make a vlog. I really want to make a vlog, you know, yeah. like Ben Gravy style, like follow me day in the life, check in with me and my friends, listen to me, talk to you on the camera, whatever. Um, but I think that there's also education in that too. Like the way I check the wind and how that determines what I'm doing or when I'm going or things like that. Um, so yeah, I got uh, that. That'll be available soon too. But so on Thursdays when I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. And Thursday was the beginning of the, the whole event. Um, it started off with like strong onshore winds all day. Mm-hmm. And the hurricane swells like predicted to arrive about, you know, that day. Some You know how these hurricane long interval swells are. They don't know exactly the moment they're going to show up, even though they claim it that way. Um, but like at some point on Thursday, we're expecting one to two foot at 13 seconds, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can't really see it if you check during the day because it's honking onshore winds. So right. all you see is just like a torn, typical Northeast Ocean. Um, however, and this is where I started recording for the vlog, um, the wind was forecasted to go offshore around three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's the chatter on the on the text message groups and whatever is like, oh, when are you checking the waves? When are you going? Is the wind offshore yet? Blah, blah, blah. And uh Finally, it goes offshore and we go check it and, and some places are really looking good. And now you can see the hurricane swell, you know, because these it's not just windswell out there and peaky and clean little, you know, triangle tubes everywhere. There's like these long running, probably too fast in most cases, tubing waves down the beach. Uh-huh. So we're running around trying to find a spot to surf that has like a chance of making it out of a tube. Um, and, and we found something, there was a couple, it was challenging as hell. And I got, oh my God, I got a wave so good, brother. Eric got a great shot of it, but like, as I'm coming out, it was so, it's like so square that it sucks me up the face a little bit and I fall over my heels. Uh. So it was like, oh man, I can't believe I finally, you know, you're out there just taking off on all these waves, pulling into closeouts. And I finally find one that should have been makeable. And I'm like falling. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the feeling Front side or backside on that one? Front side, front side, yeah. And yeah. I just, you know, like, so riding in the tube, set it up really nice, felt really good about that. But like, just creeping up the face of the wave a little bit and I like not able to get it back down. Because yeah. again, the thing's going so square. It's yeah. just so, you basically have to be down flat in the trough, yeah. you know, to make these tubes. Because they are wide enough. You can be in the flat of the wave, down in the trough and still be getting covered up. And if you pull up on the face even just a little bit, you better be prepared for the new balance 
displacement you need to have over your board because right. it's just going to like barrel roll you. Yeah. It wasn't like those friendly like almond tubes that you lean into. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's what happened. Like my best wave, I, I got rolled and, and flipped over my, my heels, but still it was, it was a fun day just chasing it. Um, but then Friday was like the day where it was forecasted to peak. And in the evening, it seemed like so many swells recently that, that are slow building were peaking overnight. So you just, you know, you go to sleep thinking, man, it's, it's like going to be the best in an hour or two or biggest at least. Right. Um, so, you know, again, like wake up and you know how it is out here in the Northeast. Like we froth so hard, like we see swell and we're ready to go surf. But finally, I'm 30, going to be 35 years old. Finally learned that long interval swell takes time, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) chill, bro. (laughs) So I wake up and a couple guys are already texting me like, dude, it's only three feet. I can't believe it. Uh, like the buoy's saying it's three feet in 14 seconds. What's this? And I'm like, I know it was supposed to be. It's all good. That gives us time, you know, like just and I'm I'm talking to myself here. Yeah. Take it easy. Don't get all worried. You know, it's not going to be a bust. Um, so but sure enough, I get to the beach and a lot of spots are looking like not exciting at all like barely bigger than what it was last night and it was Uh supposed to be building all night yeah so you know we're just kind of moseying around but finally you find the right spot with the right bathymetry the right slope to it you know like the deep water spots weren't really turning on yet it wasn't enough energy yet wind was absolutely bananas offshore strong as hell yeah strongest i've seen it in a long time offshore so it was like a factor we all knew that of course so i had the big boards all packed um and uh let's see i guess so the first spot we hike into and 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 it was like kind of slow slow and lully should have worn my four three but i wore a three two and i was like getting a little chilly waiting for waves oh yeah um but ultimately like got a few good ones you know in a two-hour session got like three or four good sets you know that took time to wait for but it was the right move to sit out the back and just take your time you know there's plenty of insiders but i just wanted those big ones rode the seven one the new that seven one you rode for me uh uh, shaped for me uh love it you can totally feel the pinniness of the tail you know and just the sharpness the sharpness of that shape it's not as full as the seven six yeah and you've totally i feel it so much like that thing is sensitive it'd be it'll be a great tube hunter yeah Um, it's like a single ski versus like a wakeboard you know exactly exactly like super sensitive to the you know your weight and and just it also makes it a little bit more tedious in like critical waves you you really want to you know nail your stand up and make sure your weight placement's correct and not you don't really have room for error or adjustment Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i kind of had that packed because i was hoping for some tubes with such strong offshore wind you know But here's where I think everybody got a little bit like hopes up too high. Um, We had such a long interval on this swell. You know, it was like 16 seconds ultimately. Hmm. Like as it built, it went from 14 to 16, which for those of you that know out there means the depth of the energy is deeper, which means it's going to feel the bottom of the ocean sooner. Uh And in places where, you know, the ocean's really deep all the way up to the coastline, California, the atolls in the Pacific Ocean, Hawaii, you know, all those places, that's great. All that energy is preserved right up into the shoreline and then compacted, consolidated, and just 
full unfettered force, you know, unleashed onto the, the shores, the, the surf spots. Whereas here, arbithymetry is so sloping. It's, it goes way back thousands and thousands of years to the glaciers melting from the last ice age. And so our, that, that it created this gradient of slow receding, sloping, you know, bathymetry. And so 16 seconds is feeling the bottom of the ocean way too far out to sea. You know, it starts building and dragging its ass on the ground before it long before it gets to us. And and despite the wind being 25 miles an hour offshore, they were still kind of mushy ish mm. waves, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just it's like it's such a trip to think like, wow, look how strong the winds offshore and the waves still looks like that. Right. Um, but I kind of was expecting that, you know, and people have said that to me before. Some of the older guys who have obviously lived through it over the years and just seeing these long interval swells come and go and never be all that spectacular in terms of tubes. Um, you know, they're still beautiful long lines and, and beautiful swell, but just, they're not that exciting rush of, you know, takeoff and, and yes. criticalness. So this is six, the, like at the peak of its sweller, the longest interval it got was 16 seconds. Correct. Yeah. So compared to like Larry, what was Larry? So Larry was actually very, yeah, it was about 16 seconds at the peak. The difference was the direction of the swell. Yeah, okay. It was southeast. Okay. And, and with our, this swell was south, almost due south. Okay. So for one, that's like the longest distance over the continental shelf. Yeah. So it's, it's probably, I didn't actually ever measure or try to figure this out, but it might be almost double the travel time over the shallow water. Yeah. So it's shoaling and shoaling and shoaling way longer, whereas just changing the direction to the southeast means it travels over so much less shallow water. It yeah. keeps its force and, and makes it to the shore sooner. Um, yeah. But also those spots on the south side are, are shallow also, like the local bathymetry is shallow. Mm -hmm. Whereas Larry and where we surfed for Larry, the local bathymetry is pretty deep mm. until it hits the reef. Right. So that was the big difference. That's why Larry was so gnarly. It was very similar swell, except for one key difference was the direction. Okay. Um, so that, that was the big difference. And that's why I think everybody got their hopes up because, you know, everything looked the same as Larry, except that one key factor, the direction. Right. That slight change in the, in the angle, mm -hmm. angle of attack. Right. Right. And so I think we all learned a valuable lesson for next time, you know, like to be conscientious of all three characteristics of a swell height interval and direction uh -huh. um but anyway needless to say it was a great day you know we surfed some spots we weren't expecting to surf i surfed ditch for my middle session you know the the the, the, the spot that's just blown out and and uh blown up in terms of like popularity everybody knows the spot nobody wants to surf it when the waves get good but there i am you know yeah um the one the one fun thing about it was joel tudor was out at surf and ditch and just getting these beautiful rides way out the back and just surfing epic so it was really fun to share a lineup with him and get a couple um get a couple waves with him out there and and just you know be in his presence and watch him surf and it's just really impressive to see someone like him approach those waves yeah i mean he obviously he always makes waves look good but it, it it made it made the wave look like wow this is like this could be anywhere you know this is a, this right. is a 
it it didn't look slopey. It, it looked like it was it was kind of grinding and going pretty you know going pretty fast. Like watching Joel like pump down the line, you rarely see right. him ever have to do that. You know, right, right, so right. Just in the pocket and just smooth and and uh, to see him do a few even just a couple pumps, I was like, all right, this that wave is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely made an impression on me too. Paddling out up the face over one of his waves and seeing him like give a couple quick pumps off the start it was like, oh wow, like we got to go. And it helped me like erase my prejudice against ditch, you know, because I'm out there teaching all all year long. Last thing I want to do on the swell of you know the year potentially is be surfing ditch again. <laughs> yeah. When we have all these riches of surf spots around us, it's nice to to get out and go explore. Anyway, there I was, and and you know. He and his son was out there too on a little board. I saw him get a couple waves, um, but most of all, Joel was the standout. Just like making it look like a, you know some faraway destination that you spend a lot of money to to get good waves, you know. And there it was, right in the backyard. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then the next day, dude, it was like basically gone. You know, I mean, as far as comparison to the day before, it wasn't gone. There was totally surf in the waist, the chest high range. Mm -hmm. um, but from what you like left the beach at sunset looking at, you know, just all the spots lighting up. I didn't surf ditch in the evening. I surfed out uh, like a little further east and like, you know, just watching all this energy pour into every little corner and crevice and run down. It was just like how could there be so much less energy in just eight, nine hours time? It yeah. was incredible, you know, like how, but you know, it just speaks to understanding storm paths and, and their speed and, and how long they stay in your swell window. Cause exactly what happened, that thing came up when it peaked, it was like right there under us and then taking a right turn and out of there. Like it was impacting Nova Scotia the, the next morning, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a good ways away Northeast of us. Um, and then, and when you think of it like that, it's almost amazing, like that there is still waves at all, you right. know, like the producer is totally gone and we're still feeling like the ripple effect. It's like a big fat guy getting out of the pool. Like even when he gets out of the pool, the, the water is still moving, you know? Uh, so, you know, when you think about it like that, you're, it puts you a little bit more grateful and makes you think like, oh, well, at least we get one more, two more sessions out of it. And actually, you know, I had such a filling day the day before on the peak of it that I wasn't all that bummed. But apparently, you know, a couple guys went and surfed some of the spots we were surfing last night and got a full day of surf again. Not as big, but, you know, like it's just it is pretty amazing how long, you know, the remnants of energy stay in the water and, and kind of peter out. But um peter out slowly even when the system moves well but, good on uh, you coach it's, it's it's a difficult thing to keep your composure throughout that you know the lead up of a of a hurricane swell on the big day of it you know and try and try to get the most of it i've been with you on a handful of them and and i know that it's it's uh, it's a lot it's draining and uh, it's really hard not to get you know your hopes up and then get them dashed down you just got to really kind of keep an even keel which you're really good at and i'm stoked that you got to surf with some of the boys and some of the you know the, the visiting legends it's always great to hear a full full recap you have a couple things in your notes that i wanted to ask you about smacking your chin tell me about that one. Oh yeah yeah so look at this can you see it oh yeah yep <laughs> so you know how we always surf like we don't have a leash on even when we do so i was wearing a leash for this whole swell 
Um, but you know, on a big one, I, sh I had to straighten out. Oh man, it was actually pretty hairy. Took off on this wave and I'm already like taking off. I already see it's kind of a closeout, you yeah. know, and I'm like, but I'm past that point of no return. So I got to just go and straighten out and do the whole ring around the rosy thing. <laughs> but as I'm taking off inside of me is just like a whole scattering of people because yeah. it's a cleanup set, you know? Yeah. And they're just everywhere. Some people are off their boards. Some people are on them. So I was like, oh my goodness. So it became like, not just, all right, straighten off and redo this thing to like thread the needle and do a good job of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I did, I did fine. I get past all the people and I go to, to like grab the rails and kind of punch down through the wave on a bomb, <laughs> you know, cause I didn't want to jump off the board and stretch the leash and potentially lose the board, you know? Yeah. So I grab the board and go to punch through like, you know, like basically go from riding straight into a duck dive and I'm just getting rolled, <laughs> like yeah. going everywhere and not letting go of the board. And at some point it connected with me and I just didn't, I wasn't expecting that. And it just boom clicked me in the, in the chin. Yeah. So as soon as I came up, I was like, Oh, Oh shit. Like checking. And I didn't feel or see anything. I just like, a, like the impact, uh, blow like a bruise. Yeah but no blood, no nothing. So I'm like, all right, paddle back out. And then like later in the day, someone was like, oh, what happened to your chin? And I was like, what happened? Oh, what happened to my chin? Yeah, that's yeah. when I tried to punch through a wave and not let go of the board. Going Mach so. 5, try to just do like a normal kick out, like, like it's a three foot wave, but it's like a big bombing white water with so much energy behind it. Right, right. Um, yeah. And then on the rocks. So the other note I'm looking at is cooking it on the rocks. Like I was paddling in from my first session with my fresh seven one, oh, it breaks my heart to tell you this, but <laughs> I, I'm coming in, the thing is crystal clean. You know, I barely, I think I wrote it once in surf that I shouldn't have even ridden it in. And now it's finally a day worthy and I'm coming in and it's just such a gnarly spot with rocks and stuff. And uh, like I'm standing and walking carefully and a wave like lifts and recedes as I'm just getting to the beach and knocks me off balance. And I'm like hanging on, but my foot's wedged in a rock. So I, I like go to put the board down in a controlled way. And just as I'm doing that, the water is receding from that wave. And it just, it doesn't click hard, but it recedes and the board hits a rock a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it just ever so slightly cracks the glass, mm. but like on the tail, on the edge, you know, where it's so tough. So I'm looking, I, I got to have to show you what's going on there because I don't even know what to do. Like, it's like almost okay. It's not right. that bad, but it is like, it's cracked. Yeah. It's not through, there's not, no exposed foam or anything like that, but it's on the tail. So I know how difficult of a job that is. Like it's way above my pay grade. I can't handle a job like this. As soon as I get into that, wrapping glass around the tail and making it flush and looking good is and it's too fresh of a board for me to just like make sure it's watertight and not care about how it looks you know right so i'm gonna have to bring it into nature shapes i guess or some legit repair guy to make sure they do a proper job on it but it's such a shame because it's not even like a big old smash crack sure. where it's like clear like okay board's out of commission it's almost like i can barely feel the crack with my fingernail yeah you it's know? mostly in the hot coat mostly in the hot coat, but, but I can feel a little like, you know, like edge with yeah, my you, fingernail when I run past it. Yeah. So that's, that's the tall tail. You know, if you're, if your fingernails catching it, then there's like a, you know, enough of a gap for some water to kind of work its way in there. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll check it out. But 
part of the game, peeps. So you you hear it, you know, even us coaches cook it on the rocks and even <laughs> even when we're trying our hardest, you know, with our freshy underarm, um, sometimes it's just, you know, it's it's a tricky dance to yeah. do on those rocks. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. But um, anyway, big shout out to the boys that, that served with me this day, Gavin, Cole. Big, big shout out to Tom, who got married this weekend. Like you said before we started recording, we had been claiming it for weeks. We saw his wedding date, September 25th, and we were like, oh, my God, there's going to be a swell that, that weekend. We know it. And sure enough, perfectly situated too there was a swell that weekend but the peak of it fell two days before the wedding and the remnants and leftover sessions happened the day before so we were all absolutely frothing to have no uh like you know conflicts of interest <laughs> we got to surf our brains out and go to our friend's wedding john eric corey henry uh who else julius blaine was out kevin so Tom LaGrego was out there uh, filming for Adamar. Adamar wants to like put together some edits. So he had Tom out there. Hopefully we'll get my hands on some of that footage. Danny, Dylan, Drew, and Rick. Oh, I got to tell you about Rick sometime. And, and uh, he paddled out later in the day after work. Um, but it was, a, it was a fun day and a lot, of, a lot of familiar, friendly faces, smiling real, real big. Good, yeah. I know you guys, you know, wait a long time for those swells. The summers are, are brutal with such tiny surf for so long that it's hard to stay, you know, fit and ready for that type of swell of that magnitude so stoked that everybody you know preserved themselves got waves came out unscathed and uh super stoked for the full breakdown brother hell yeah well thanks for listening you're always good to just sit there and be patient and listen while i yap yabber on <laughs> all good no i'm looking forward to the next time we get to you know enjoy one together and and uh, drop some bombs. Right on, team. Thanks for checking in. You. <laughs>